there, listeners. Welcome to the Body Care Breakdown Podcast, the podcast that explores the hows and whys of the weird and wonderful ways we care for our bots. I'm your host, Britt Brown, LMT, and this is your Body Care Breakdown. We're here with Gabriel Springsnow of Springsnow Massage. He is a licensed massage therapist here in Eugene, and he also practices Thai massage. Gabe, about how long have you been practicing Thai massage? Hey, yeah, I've been practicing Thai massage probably about eight years or so, and uh, massage, massage for about 17. Wow, that's a long time. (laughs) Yes, it is. So what got you into Thai massage? What really made you want to bring that into your practice? Um, I noticed how easy it was on my body to give. Like, I can just, like, therapeutically step on somebody, and it feels amazing with very little little effort on my end um, for a maximal output on the receiver's end. I like how you qualify that with therapeutically step on someone. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you you got to be... <laughs> you ease into the pressure. Right. Five pounds, ten pounds, fifty pounds. Right. Absolutely. Okay. So what would you say are some of the, you know, uh, differences between traditional Thai massage and the type of Thai massage that you do? Um, I guess what I do, the disclaimer of me not doing traditional Thai massage is uh, twofold. Um... One, I, I, I personally have received a fair amount of uh, traditional Thai massages that kind of wrenched my joints much further than I wanted them to be wrenched. And I, you know, stopped and asked and modified things. Um, so I just always disclaim that because I always uh, have like check in about sensation when, some, when I'm like in moving somebody's leg or arm or body to make sure that it is comfortable on their joints. And if it's not, then we focus on the joints. And that is the focus of the session. Gotcha. Um, the, to the second part is that uh, a lot of traditional Thai will focus on, it, it's really similar, like basically it's the same thing as like meridian lines, uh-huh. but it's like the in Indian version called Ayurveda. Right. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't always like focus on that so much because I am usually cued in on like the fascial system. Gotcha. Because that's what I focus on. Gotcha. Okay. So would you say that you have more of a kind of Western approach then to your Thai massage versus like a traditional kind of Eastern approach to Thai massage? I'd say it fluctuates between like 80% kind of Western, like just more like functional anatomy based Mm -hmm. with, you know, 10 to 20% Eastern if you had, if I had to pin down some numbers. Gotcha. Okay. Understandable. So what are some folks, uh, things that some folks can expect to experience when receiving a Thai massage? Yeah, uh, so I do often, like most, when most people hear the word massage, they probably think of a table session. Um, And so Thai massage is done on the ground on, like I personally use two gymnastic mats. So it's an eight by foot, eight by eight square foot square. Okay, so Um, there's no massage table generally. Uh, or at least in your practice. No, I mean, nope, there, there is not. Uh, some pe- some other practitioners practice table tie, which is, you know, it's its own thing. But gotcha. I, I practice on the ground. Gotcha. Um, and yeah, so the, the receiver is fully clothed, ideally with loose-fitting clothing. So, you know, if I'm moving their leg around, it can, you know, uh, articulate it in its full range of motion comfortably. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that's very different from, like, traditional table massage. Like, if you get a relaxation massage, typically you dress down in your between sheets and things like that with like oils rubbing all over you, right? Yeah, and draping, etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, when, so, when I'm kind of educating somebody on kind of what the ideal, basically like Thai massage is great for like joint mobilization and uh, 
I don't know, just having a different experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but if someone's coming in with like a specific, like if they have like the, the pain in their neck, um, then I'd recommend more of a table session because um, t- Thai massage is not great for like focusing on like the interior scaling, not necessarily. Gotcha. It's great for like kind of broader, like if I'm putting my knee into somebody's butt, like that's going to be a very broad um, mm-hmm. uh, treatment application. Gotcha. So you get right, like, because it's a little hard to kind of like, I mean, I can't even imagine accessing some of those, yeah, deeper neck muscles with Thai massage. You'd have to kind you're of. You're on the ground. Yeah, you're on the ground. You'd be like, what, like digging your toe in there or something. That's really not going to work. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you can. Like, you, mm-hmm. you, you can get like to the scalenes in a sideline position. It's just not the uh, ideal modality gotcha if you have a specific like injury you're trying to get treated Mm -hmm. gotcha so it's kind of like you were saying like more for like joint mobilization and things like that and less for like specific treatments of tinier more intricate muscles yeah you mean just people you know just move people around and jostle them a lot and they tend to like drift off pretty quick gotcha now that that's different than a table session right. it's just a different way to receive massage right i've often heard um time massages being referred to as like lazy person's yoga yep. would you say that that's a pretty accurate description um yeah presuming that there's that joint mobility that allows that uh lazy yoga <laughs> right so if you have like if someone has like a joint injury specifically or like is experiencing joint inflammation, Thai massage might not be the best for them. Or would they want to be just more communicative about that? Um, I mean, I hate to be I hate to cop out, but it really just always depends mm-hmm. uh, on the individual and what's going on. Um, but generally, I would say, uh, yeah, if you have like arthritic knees, probably Thai massage is not for you. <laughs> right. Okay. Or there's some moves that we would have to omit just uh, because they would inflame your your injury. Gotcha. Okay. So what would you say are some of like the the three main or most common reasons people come to you for Thai massage? Like so there's joint mobility, but what are some other ones that you find that you know Thai massage is really great for that people come to you for a lot? Um uh okay. Yeah, I mean I would I would like my the first thing that came to mind was just curiosity um yeah a lot of people a lot of times people have either had a thai massage in thailand or some other similar thing and they're just like oh yeah i had that thing that one time what's this going to be like um yeah yeah and i always again have that disclaimer of like i do my own thing and not traditional thai right okay so kind of just like experience relaxation lots of joint mobility kind of things um yeah i was like i've I've definitely had a number of clients that wanted like like the you know the deeper tissue Mm -hmm. um which i find time massage is really great for this is a big presumption but presuming that their body is like conditioned to be able to receive it right um so like i i do like put my you know I'm very careful and start with again five percent of my body weight and work on up um but I will put like my my knee on a quad mm-hmm. or on like a chest or like my full body weight in a you know in a glute mm-hmm. um and that <laughs> yeah it, it makes some people very happy because they're like when you with table work you know it's basically all muscular like it's it's my muscles um exerting that force to give that deep tissue session mm. Whereas with Thai massage, like I was talking about before, it's like really e- like I'm basically just using my weight mm-hmm. and gravity to exert. You know, I'm like 230 pounds. Like if I'm standing on you, that's 230 pounds uh, per square inch. 
uh, on whatever part of the body I'm working on. Right, absolutely. Versus like when you're kind of like on the table, you're limited to kind of the weight that's almost like from like your, your hip area up and like mm -hmm. all of that force that you have to kind of like lean into it versus like, yeah, gravity where you can just step into it kind of thing. Yeah, so I, like I typically do, do a two hour time massage session and I can, <laughs> I can go deep the entire time. Rad, that's really cool. So folks who like the really deep tissue but, don't find, but find like table massage isn't quite giving them enough, a Thai massage experience might be something they might want to try. It might. Yeah. I never try to like, uh, I never, I always try to mitigate expectations or be, right. very, very, be very clear with, uh, I promise nothing. Right. I well, promise to try. Absolutely. Well, I mean, I definitely think that it's sounding, it sounds like, you know, you get more pressure from a knee going into your chest than you would from just like, you know, someone like my little elbow going into your chest. So that's well, a that's that's an understandable expectation. Yeah, <laughs> um, there there is the thing though. I mean, it's a cliche and whatever, but like uh, I I I personally am always very cautious with like small like more diminutive practitioners like smaller ladies because they often will go the deepest and the hardest and <laughs> this is that can true. be pretty intense <laughs> this is true yes absolutely okay great so as far as like that goes what are some things that you i mean aside from like you know maybe joint issues or maybe their body's not conditioned for things like time massage what are some other big reasons or like big reasons might turn someone away if they show up asking for a time massage huh um Wow, uh, like if it's, if it's not right for them, like after mm -hmm. we have the conversation and whatever reason comes up and mm -hmm. it's not right for them, is why I would turn them away. Right. Okay. Well, what about like um, is time massage something like a, like a pregnant mom could come get or something like that? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like so, I always do pregnant anything with pregnancy in the sideline position. Mm -hmm. um, I probably wouldn't give a two-hour session <laughs> on, a, on a pregnant lady. Um, but like a lot of times like you know pregnant ladies are not <laughs> made of weak stuff <laughs> like uh, a lot of times they want like pain relief from like their low back because like there's a baby growing and it's mm -hmm. distending their their pelvises and so like doing that glute or hip work is very relieving and i always trust the uh very close communication that i'm in with that person after having established that you know they're in control uh, you, you tell me if you want like 5%, 10%, more or less, etc. Um, and I always focus on the comfort of the, the client, mm -hmm. especially when they're pregnant. Right, absolutely, absolutely. Well, is there anything that if you were in the middle of a session and a client was experiencing something, is there anything in particular, aside from like obvious things like pain or discomfort, that they would be wanting to be mindful of as far as like this kind of massage goes? like? Um, like impingement feelings or anything that's kind of common, like with um, maybe something feels like it's moving out of place or moving in a funky way it should be. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd say if you feel something, say something. Mm -hmm. uh, like, I I try to be very deliberate with all of my sessions, uh, but, but there there does there does seem to be in our culture a general uh, protocol or whatever you want to call it of people assuming that. It's, it's, the, the, the thing is the way it's supposed to be um, but I always like I'm very like sensations based like if your body is hurting like that's probably not great you know mm -hmm. if it hurts don't do it and if it feels good it probably is good right <laughs> like, I hate to be simplistic but it really is as simple as that um, and I like I am very good at focusing on the haptics of the body like you know your breath rate uh, muscle tension etc but I'm not psychic right so like if you're hold if you're like 
holding if you're holding on to that painful part to like think that it's like gonna like, be productive like, like muscle don't, through it or whatever <laughs> yeah like I, i'm very much not a fan of the no pain no gain mentality like right. i think it's actually I, I just don't think it's like helpful at all i mm-hmm. think it's counterproductive mm-hmm. um so what i would say is that if somebody is feeling um say like they've been laying down for uh too long and their low back is starting to like seize up mm-hmm. um to say that and mm-hmm. i'll just put some bol- like higher bolsters underneath the knees to decrease the length of the quads and like that's literally all it takes is like hey my low back's feeling this way and then i do the thing right but the trick is again most people a lot of thing a lot of people assume that like i just have to suffer through this thing for x y or z reason yeah whereas i wish people would advocate for themselves a mm-hmm. lot more. yeah i think a lot of people too like in, in addition to that like not only like they think they have to suffer through it but just don't feel comfortable or expect that it's supposed to feel that way and like again i think like this the practitioner is psychic and like oh they must know that this position feels this way and they don't bodies rec- are di- yeah, yeah bodies are different all bodies are different and i think that's the thing that we have to remember is that yeah everybody is different and so if your body is feeling something that doesn't feel quite right very important to speak up and let your practitioner know so they can adjust the appointment to fit your needs so that you actually get the experience that you pay to experience and that is the benefit of experience is like you, you do see patterns over time and you know if you notice somebody's like being more quiet or whatnot in that one position you're like oh how's your back doing breath or right <laughs> Absolutely. Wonderful. Okay. Well, what are some really, I mean, aside from what we've already gone over today, what are some really important tips and reminders for people who are coming to get their very first time massage? Like if you were going to give someone like one or two, like really important, like remember if you get anything from this podcast, you know, remember this when you go book your first time massage. Uh, You're the boss. You tell the practitioner what you want and they should give it to you. Awesome. Great. With within their parameters too, <laughs> right? And ethics and professionalism, etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're yeah you you know your body and uh, you should ask for the kind of professional session that you would like. Excellent. Communicate, communicate, communicate. Always important. Yeah, until rapport is established and you can just drift off. That <laughs> that part's nice too. Yes, drift. I I can definitely agree with that. It's nice to just drift off into la la land for sure. Okay, Gabe, well, why don't you go ahead and tell these fine folks where they can find you for this time massage session that they'd like to book. Yeah, for sure. Um, so my office is located downtown by Kiva and the bus station. Uh, the keywords are spring snow massage. Mm-hmm. And you can find me on Massage Book or the internet or Facebook. You know, I'm around. <laughs> <laughs> and that's downtown Eugene, right? Correct. Great. Downtown Eugene. <laughs> awesome. Wonderful. All right, folks. Well, that has been the Body Care Breakdown. You've learned a lot about Thai massage today, and I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care of yourself, and be sure to book your next Thai massage with Gabriel Springsnow at Spring Snow Massage. Have a great day. Thanks. Bye.